This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hello, this is Amanda. And this is Chelsea. And welcome to Among the Stacks. Uh, We have got some books to share with you today, some program happenings, and you know, all that fun, cool stuff that we do every couple weeks. Yeah. What's so going we're on? getting in the the mood for spring yes. and all that that brings. And we have an exciting program coming up um, that you and I have been kind of, you've taken the lead, I guess, but. Well, I had um, the, I had the know, to do it for a while. Yeah, I had the knowledge of this family that's going to be coming. Um, so yeah, I like, you know, being able to share ideas and make something wonderful from that yeah so on march 14th that's a tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m we're gonna have irish music and dancing with the corbell family and i think you watched them perform one night here did you not they had come for a small little uh ditty as i would call it i guess it wasn't anything that was um just their solo performance kind of thing they were kind of coming with a different um talent group um, but I'd, I've been following their family um, on their Facebook page, and they are just this really fun group of homeschool kids. And their mom has um, their family. They've had a passion for the Irish culture. There must be an Irish, you know, surname in there somewhere for them to have taken this on. Is Corbell Irish? It might be. I have no idea. Well, I guess we can ask them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> maybe maybe they'll tell us in their program. maybe, uh, but they have they do Irish step dancing and they a few of the kids they play different Irish instruments, and I just asked them if they would be interested in having a you know doing a performance for the library, and I think there was some hesitancy at the beginning just because they don't want to be super showy with their lifestyle, um, but I think it's something to be celebrated. Um, it's very unique yeah. and. And um, they're just really... It takes a lot of work. A lot too. of work. And I've seen these kids at previous programs when they were younger, just itty bitty things. And now, you know, they're almost grown adults. Not not quite, but they're on the verge of being adolescents. And I'm just really proud of them. So I can't wait for them to show off their talents for the community. It's going to yeah. be a real treat. I can't wait. I, I love Irish dancing and stuff, so I can't wait to see that. Yeah, and their oldest um, is going, you... I think the oldest, he's actually, real fast, he's going to go to a world uh, national competition in Montreal next month to show off this dance step. So, you know, it's nothing. That's awesome. I know, it's nothing. Right, no, right here in Allen County. Right here in Allen County. And since it is yeah. March and St. Patrick's Day is around the corner, I thought it would be really fitting to have them perform for the community. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. So we've got that coming up. Um, I have been doing some cricket classes. Um, they're all full this month, but we do those periodically. So you can always check back. But we've been doing um, using our heat press for our cricket. So how to iron on um, vinyl onto material. So um, it's been going really good. good. I didn't know how to do it until this class, and now I do. And awesome. <laughs> Well, like my husband, husband, he said one night this week, he said, um, hey, did I get something in the mail this week from a sticker company? And I was like, I don't know. So I go check the mail stack and there was this thing from a sticker company and it was something real small to put on this vehicle he's working on. And it's something like, I don't know, like, don't paint me or something 
I don't understand it. Like basically this is too rough to be painted nice. Like don't paint, don't get this, this car that he has does not deserve a nice paint job in so many words. And I was like, Andy, I could have made that for you at the library. Like we've got that ability now and it wouldn't have cost you $10. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Just, I think uh, just like uh press on vinyl is like 50 cents a yeah, sheet. So yeah. So I was like, next much time, cheaper. just let me know and we'll get a better deal on that. But yeah. anyway, husbands sometimes can be a little crazy. <laughs> what is it? The best lessons are the ones you pay for. That's right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, what else do you got going on? Um, I think the next thing we've got going on is we have partnered with the Scottsville Art Guild again to do an art competition. And we're going to do a spring art contest. What does spring mean to me? So I'll be looking for that mm-hmm. beginning the end of next week, maybe the week after. We'll have that posted. Um, kids will have a week to get their submissions in. And then we'll display them for a week on social media to get those um most likes Votes. what was that called most people's um, choice award like, the people's, yeah, choice. people's choice so the one who gets the most votes and things like that they'll get an award and then we'll have the artist come and do um a judgment to see which ones just are more you know pleasing to an artist eye and that kind of thing to get an award that way yeah so that's coming up very um, soon I'll- so for my budding artists out there keep your eyes out for that yeah Um, And we also have one more thing that's coming up before our next podcast episode. It's on um, Monday the 20th at 6 p.m. I think it's a partnership with the Historical Society. But we have a man named Charles Bogart that's coming Mm -hmm. um, doing a uh, program called The Missing Link. I think it's about uh, the LNN. Depot. Uh, tra- depot mm-hmm. yeah that came through here he's just going to be kind of talking about the history of that so um yeah and all the historical all society members they'll be coming to the regular meeting at that session here and, yeah. and all the public's invited to attend that yeah so since we have the lnn depot that we're restoring that might be kind of a local interest if you're into that kind of thing you might want to stop by awesome it's at six o'clock awesome but I think that's all that we have, like, I know th- up and coming. I think so. This is, there's two more weeks of primetime reading left. I know Sheila's uh, been working really hard on that for the past mm-hmm. four weeks now. It's a six-week program. So that's almost finished, and it's been going really well. And then Delanda's teen programs are, they're doing pretty well in the Thursday evening. She's got another Perler yep. bead thing going on this Thursday, and then another program next Thursday at 530. So lots of things to come to. Oh, we also have our strings and things. I'll, we have that every week. But Tuesdays or Wednesdays at 2.30, um, we've had several new people to join that. So if you are wanting to – this month we're doing uh, – I think it's National Crochet Month. So we're doing all kinds of crochet stitches each week. We're learning a different stitch. Awesome. So if you're wanting to learn crochet, now's a good time to stop by and check it out. Awesome. All right. Well, I know you said you might have one book to talk about, Chelsea, this week. I've got yes. two, so maybe I'll start first. Um, you go in the middle. Yeah, I'm the absolute the slowest. No, you're good. The whole library. You probably <laughs> take it in and like you know, yes, I'm a sponge. You 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 soak in all of that knowledge that you're reading. Um, every word means fluff. something to you. Um, so uh-huh. let me start first. Let me see what I was going to show off. 
I've been debating, I've been reading several, uh, but I've really been on this Taylor Jenkins read kick. Um, she originally wrote, did I get you started on her? You may have. Oh, well, I had, I had read something and then you were like, oh, did you know oh, that this I, I was telling you? Yeah. What was yeah. that called? You said with a, f- they're in like a universe type situation, like Marvel universe. Like all the characters are kind of like in that same world. Like all of these characters in, um, Daisy. That four oh, book. And that four book. Se- it's not a series, but it's a four book um, set, I guess. And they're all linked together in the same, like, timeline or the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's all taken place, like, usually in, like, the 50s, 60s kind of time frame. Um, and I had, I think I had originally read one. I think one of them was in, like, the 80s. The Malibu Rising, is that not in the 80s? <clears throat> it might be. But anyway, anyway, it's like historical. It's historical fiction. Some of it's more, you know, in the past. Some of it's a little bit, a little bit more recent. Um, but we had both read Daisy Jones, and I think you've already talked about that one, haven't you? Did you talk about Daisy Jones? Mm, maybe it was a. Uh, it's been a while. A ago, so like I read it a long anyway, time ago. Anyway, people are familiar with Daisy Jones in the six because they have just recently put out a um, series. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Um, mm-hmm. But I have. Recent, most recently read one that Taylor Jenkins Reid uh, wrote called Malibu Rising. And I li- this was one, um, I gave it four stars. It was very good. Um, all of her books so far, they've got really strong characters. And um, they're believable. They've got real issues uh, that you can relate yeah, and to. And they're women. So that's a good book for Women's History Month. That's right. You know? Look at you, man. You you think you would think they were real <laughs> historical fe- figures. You would. Like I read, I read Daisy Jones. And I was like, is this real? Yeah. I, I kept Googling like not like the first hour of that, reading that book. I was yeah. like, is this real? Yeah. And in Malibu, no, it's and in Malibu <laughs> Rising, it came out after Daisy Jones. So um, there is a reference to um, one of the girls in the story, and she's listening to a Daisy Jones album, you know. So the little things like that cool. are kind of entwined in the book. Um, but uh, you've got really strong characters. You've got um, relationships that seem seemingly you would think are going to be very successful, um, and then they're just not – and I really think the root of this book um, is money can money does not buy happiness. And I think we all have that stigma where if we just had a little bit more money, we'd be a lot more happier. And I can say that in my life, it would make things easier, I think, um, less, stressful. less stressful. And I <laughs> would love to have less stress. But um, I think when you just have so much money that it doesn't even matter, like you can pay the bills, you can fill up your car without looking at your bank statement. You can, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's no worry because you have so much money. Like you're just drowning in all mm-hmm. this money. Um, you just lose consciousness of what is important in life. And I think a lot of that, that happened a lot in several of the characters in this story. Um, very good. The main character is going to be a Mick Riva and his wife, Nina and, um, I don't know. It was a good one. I don't want to say too much because there is a lot that I could give away and I don't want to do any of that. But if you're into any books that kind of like I like reading series, but sometimes a series can just drag on and on and on and on where these books you're going to have um, with Taylor Jenkins Reads' stories, the, these four especially, you're going to have familiar names throughout the different books, um, but 
they in no way really tie in so closely to the story that you don't have to read them in order as they were published because they can all be read completely separate. Uh, And I appreciate that with Taylor Jenkins read because I've not read. You don't have to remember anything. You don't have to remember anything. And you'll you'll see something pop up in her story. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that from this book or I I remember that character from that story. Um, But they can all be read completely different. Um, Anyway, Nina has this big house party. She's known um, to throw these big extravagant parties. Um, Not that she even wants to be a part of the party, but it's just expected of her to have these uh, huge extravagant parties for all of her rich friends. Um, They friends, I wouldn't think would be friends that would like destroy your house on any given occasion. And um, so I think Nina has this, uh, this, you know, conjointed view of what real friendship is until the end of this book. So just give it a try. It's called Malibu Rising. Um, if you're into like the beach and surfing at all, you'll appreciate it. And um, just some really complicated life stories that ends in a nice little clean bow. And that's all I'll say. That's how I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yep. All right. What did well, you read, Miss Chelsea? <clears throat> this book wasn't my absolute favorite. I gave it three stars on Goodreads, which I'd never really do because I'm feeling bad about giving not the best reviews I'll just usually not rate them but it was just it's a good if you just want a good light romance which I typically like a light romance but this was almost too light Mm -hmm. for me because it just kind of just jumped to the love or jumped to the conflict without having that like realistic build to it and I didn't love that but I did like the premise of the story so it's called The Bodyguard by Catherine Sinner and, and I've never read any of hers but I've her books but I've seen them on the shelf and they have really nice covers and that's how I pick my books yeah. most of the time <laughs> <laughs> is by the cover but um so it's about this little southern lady and she's like five four or something and she's just like a petite person oh she's huge she like I'm kidding yeah but she's like <laughs> she's in this like elite uh bodyguard company like she works for this like very um high-end bodyguard company so um she gets hired their, their company gets hired by this famous actor who's been kind of like a recluse but she has to go and live with him and his family while his mother's getting like uh, cancer treatment or mm-hmm. whatever so she's kind of having to be an actor herself and she just hates every step of it but um it is kind of cute there are moments because i do love a romance yeah I, I love i love people falling in love i, I, I enjoy it so much yeah <laughs> and it ends in a good way but um it just wasn't my absolute favorite yeah. but if you're just wanting something very light i read it very quickly yeah um it is a good a good story for that situation awesome. just but, something you don't have to think too hard about yeah and if you don't care if it jumps the gun, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> like, it killed me because, like, she was with them one day and she's like, I'm already in love. And I'm like, you are not. <laughs> you are not in love. You've been with him one day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but That reminds me. I've been, anyway. you know, my guilty pleasure is on Monday nights when I come home, The Bachelor's on the TV. And, um, you know, I don't understand that lifestyle of all these women she you know wanting to go after one man and hoping that they're going to be his one true love it's just you know hard for me to grasp um 
I wish them the best, but you know, like that's a lot of drama. <laughs> so I would maybe just... that's kind of a similar situation because she is. So they're acting at the beginning mm-hmm. to be in love yeah. to fool his family, and they are in one house. But I'm like, one night, honey. Yeah, like, give give it a minute. Yeah. Like you don't even know. No. Bless oh, it. and the one thing, the thing that she was like, um, the only flaw that the the actor man had like he was just like perfect in every way but he left his dirty clothes on the floor and i was like okay like there was more wrong with him than just that he that's leaves his every dirty man that i know of that's like, like that's me that's me i'll leave my clothes <laughs> on the floor sometimes oh god but that was like her one pet peeve with him i was like okay whatever that's so funny <laughs> but um, i guess maybe that's part of the fantasy that was all that was wrong with him so <laughs> he was perfect perfect <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, okay. Right. What was your other one? My other book. It's uh, it's a nonfiction book. It was called Out. Out. Oh my goodness, Outdoor Kids in an Inside World by Stephen Ranella. Oh, yeah. And you know, I love, I love nature, and I love being outside, and I love the outdoors. And one of the things I guess we could talk about for a second was the windstorm that came by last week. And, you know, it was awful. My lifestyle is, you know, especially during the spring and summer season, it is just being outside and in the garden and in the greenhouse. I came home Friday afternoon and my greenhouse is gone. Like it's completely splintered and demolished and my heart broke for a minute. But at the end of the day, it's just stuff and we can regrow, you know, and redo everything and it'll be Mm -hmm. fine. It was just a kind of a, you know, a knife to the heart for a second, but I'm just fortunate a that everybody—it was. But I'm fortunate yeah. that everybody was safe and okay, and it could have been a lot worse. And we were good. I think we jokingly said, you know, Thursday was it Friday when the storms were? It was Friday. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. the storm that came by, I was telling Chelsea, I was like, "Was that it?" <laughs> she was like, "I want there to be more than this." I was like, "You shut your mouth." I know, mouth. and I didn't mean like devastation <laughs> she was like they're building all this up and there ain't gonna be any excitement and i was like you better hope i know there's no and excitement. i and i didn't want there to be like destruction i don't want anybody to ever get hurt or to lose something valuable you know i just you know i just like a good thunderstorm and so when that storm came by i i mean i literally said is that it and you know and i texted my husband and he said yeah thank goodness and then all of a sudden here's the 70 mile you know, per hour winds that start coming in. And so that was a little scary. But anyway, back to the book being about, you know, outside and everything. I got on, I got sidetracked. We love being outside. My greenhouse is gone. Sad day. We'll get another one. It'll be fine. Um, But uh, Stephen Ranella, he is uh, a family. He comes from a, a family who has lived in big cities. They've lived in suburbs. They've lived in the country, very rural settings, very mountainous settings. They've They've lived and experienced all of it. And he talks about even in the urbanest of places or, you know, if you're in a uh, cityscape, um, anything like that, you can still find ways to be outside with your family. And the importance of um, being outside and how that can be fundamental in their development and learning different things and Building tolerance for things and not just being outside, but how to do things with people and all of this stuff. Um, I just really liked, you know, that emphasis on play and 
letting your kids explore things without hovering over them protectively all the time and being a helicopter parent. Um, I think you need to be in certain situations, but I think also kids need to have that right to explore and figure things out. Um, and when they do that thing, you know, when they're, when they're figuring things out in an outside way, you know, outside and exploring and doing, cause I was that kid, I was outside for hours at a time and we wouldn't know to come in until my mom would honk the horn. And if you heard the horn honk twice, you better be getting your butt to get, you know, getting home. But, um, Anyway, kids just aren't given that now. And I know it's a different time and I understand that, but I think we've lost a lot um, of just creative minds because of our lifestyle choices now. But he talks about, Mm -hmm. you know, the importance of fishing and hunting and growing your garden and living off the land, um, but also appreciating the families that, you know, their workplaces in a city format, but how they can still incorporate an outside lifestyle and make it work. Um, it just talked yeah. about self-sufficiency, um, lifestyle senses of stewardship of the natural world. Um, it was all about family connection with nature, um, and they can have joy in that. So I would highly recommend Outdoor Kids in an Inside World. It was a four-star review for me. I loved it. Well, good. That sounds very much like a book you would want to read. Yeah. I saw it on your Goodreads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're doing all kinds of outdoorsy things. You're starting to grow flowers and all that stuff. Um, yes. I'm so ready. It just makes you happy. For my flower garden. It makes me so happy. I can't grow a vegetable garden to save my life, but my flowers do really well. Good. <laughs> awesome. So I'm getting ready to plant all my flowers right now. So. Good deal. Well, do you have anything else to share, Miss Chelsea? I think that's all I have for today. All right. Well, it's good talking to everybody. And until next time, we will see you among the stacks. Goodbye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to seeing you among the stacks.